Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 89 is considered to be a messianic psalm, primarily because um, some of the wording within it cannot be fulfilled through anyone else except Jesus. And so there are clear references to the Davidic covenant. Uh, that's the, the promise that God made with David in Second Samuel chapter 7, that he would have a descendant to sit on his throne before God forever. And so that, of course, could not be fulfilled through any natural man, but it is fulfilled in Jesus, who was a descendant after the flesh of David. So some of the content can apply to David, who was first anointed to be the king by Samuel the prophet, and promises were made to him, etc. But as I mentioned, many of these promises can only be fulfilled in Christ. And so even though the actual wording is not um, directly quoted in the New Testament, the content is fulfilled and uh, prophetically referred to be fulfilled in Christ. So it's um, a long psalm, 52 verses, and I'll read the entire psalm and then have some comments. Psalm 89. A maskil of Ethan the Ezraite. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known to all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. The heavens praise your wonders, Lord, your faithfulness too in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Who is like the Lord among the heavenly beings? In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared. He is more awesome than all of those who surround him. Who is like you, Lord God Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule over the surging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. You crushed Rahab like one of the slain. With your strong arm, you scattered your enemies. The heavens are yours, and yours also the earth. You founded the world and all that is in it. You created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon sing for joy at your name. Your arm is endowed with power. Your hand is strong. Your right hand is exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They rejoice in your name all day long. They celebrate your righteousness. For you are their glory and strength, and by your favor you exalt our horn. Indeed, our shield belongs to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. Once you spoke in a vision to your faithful people, you said, I have bestowed strength on a warrior. 
I have raised up a young man from among the people. I have found David my servant. With my sacred oil I have anointed him. My hand will sustain him. Surely my arm will strengthen him. The enemy will not get the better of him. The wicked will not oppress him. I will crush his foes before him and strike down his adversaries. My faithful love will be with him, and through my name his horn will be exalted. I will set his hand over the sea, his right hand over the rivers. He will call out to me, You are my Father, my God, the Rock of my Savior, and I will appoint him to be my firstborn, the most exalted of the kings of the earth. I will maintain my love to him forever and my covenant with him will never fail. I will establish his line forever, his throne for as long as the heavens endure. If his sons forsake my law and do not follow my statutes, if they violate my decrees and fail to keep my commands, I will punish their sin with the rod and their iniquity with flogging. But I will not take my love from him, nor will I ever betray my faithfulness. I will not violate my covenant or alter what my lips have uttered. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, and I will not lie to David, that his line will continue forever, and his throne will endure before me like the sun. It will be established forever like the moon, the faithful witness in the sky. But you have rejected, you have spurned, You have been very angry with your anointed one. You have renounced the covenant with your servant and have defiled his crown in the dust. You have broken through all of his walls and reduced his strongholds to ruins. All who pass by have plundered him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all of his enemies rejoice. Indeed, you have turned back the edge of his sword and have not supported him in battle. You've put an end to his splendor and cast his throne to the ground. You've cut short the days of his youth. You have covered him with a mantle of shame. How long, Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like a fire? Remember how fleeting is my life. For what futility you have created all humanity. Who can live and not see death? Who can escape the power of the grave? Lord, where is your former great love, which in your faithfulness you swore to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant has been mocked, how I bear in my heart the taunts of all of the nations, the taunts with which your enemies, Lord, have mocked, with which they have mocked every step of your anointed one. Praise be to the Lord forever. Amen and amen. So this reading concludes um, Psalm 89, and it concludes uh, Book 3 of the Psalms, the compilations that we talked about um, along the way. And so the next Psalm will begin uh, Book 4. But for this one, um, there's a lot that alludes clearly to the Davidic Covenant. First, the psalmist opens with powerful promises to praise Yahweh. He says, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. 
With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever and that you have established your faithfulness in heaven. Friends, just those two verses could make an excellent psalm of praise. Then he goes to directly um, reference the Davidic covenant. He says, You have said, I made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant, I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. Now, friends, with the advantage of uh, the rest of Scripture that was penned after this point in time, including the New Testament, we know that the fulfillment of this servant, David, and his throne remaining through all generations is intended to be through Jesus, the son of David, the so-called son of David after the flesh. And so this covenant that the Lord extended to David in 2 Samuel 7 is being fulfilled through the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. Now, there's a this very interesting reference, three verses uh, that come next, that speak of a heavenly assembly in which uh, Yahweh presides over. I'm going to read from the Revised Standard Version, Psalm 89, verse 5, 6, 7. Let the heavens praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to Yahweh? Who among the heavenly beings is like Yahweh? A God feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and terrible above all that are around him. So this mention of the heavenly council is not unique to Psalm 89. We actually talked about it when we discussed Psalm 82. But this heavenly assembly, we don't know the exact composition of who's there. These holy ones are created beings. Uh, Yahweh is clearly in charge and presiding over them. But the mere fact that they assemble and gather together is a bit perplexing. And the scriptures use the word council, uh, the council of the holy ones. And so this um, heavenly assembly or heavenly council is referenced. In the NIV, the um, verse 5 reads this way, The heavens praise your wonders, Lord, your faithfulness to in the assembly of the holy ones. These holy ones in some versions are translated as saints. Saints. And so we don't know whether these are redeemed men or whether these are angelic beings or some combination of the two. But whatever the case, uh, the Lord presides over this council. And the council is alluded to in the context of speaking about the Davidic covenant, that the Lord will be faithful to his covenant, that all these saints and holy ones and angels and whoever surrounds Yahweh in eternity, they're fully aware that the Lord is going to fulfill his covenant extended to David through Jesus, the son of David. Remarks are then addressed to the Lord um, extolling his greatness and virtues Uh, The psalmist reminds the Lord that he spoke in a vision at one point about David and about uh, the Davidic covenant. Verse 19, once you spoke in a vision to your faithful people, you said, I have bestowed strength on a warrior. I have raised up a young man from among the people. I have found David, my servant with my sacred oil. I have anointed him. Friends, you may remember that Samuel anointed a young David uh, far before David was in view as the potential king of Israel. Remember, the Lord told Samuel that he was rejecting Saul, and he was going to find a man after his own heart. And he directed um, 
his servant Samuel to the, the family of David, but David's father showed all the other brothers as potential candidates, not even thinking David was worthy of bringing out uh, to show the prophet. And yet Samuel anointed David with the sacred oil as the future king of Israel. Now, verse 26, 27, and 28 um, could speak of David, but they also may speak of Jesus. He will call out to me, you are my father, my God, the rock, my savior, and I will appoint him to be my firstborn, the most exalted of the kings of the earth. I will maintain my love to him forever, and my covenant with him will never fail. I will establish his line forever and his throne for as long as the heavens endure. And then uh, once again in verse 35 and following, uh, the, the psalmist alludes to the Davidic covenant and he speaks prophetically, the Lord speaking first person. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness and I will not lie to David that his line will continue forever and his throne endure before me like the sun. It will be established forever like the moon, the faithful witness in the sky. Um, Following that, there are some prophetic words that may be prayers of Jesus. The psalmist says, "Um, Lord, your servant has been mocked. I hear the taunts of the nations, etc. Of course, Jesus heard all those things. And um, uh, the psalm actually twice refers in Hebrew to uh, the Lord's anointed one, And the word is Messiah, Mashiach. So this is a a very interesting psalm. It closes with brief words of prayer toward the Lord. It says, praise be to the Lord forever. Amen and amen. So friends, what's our takeaway? The Lord will fulfill his covenant promises to David. The Lord is fulfilling his covenant promises through Jesus. And the Lord will fulfill his promises to you and to me. The Lord is faithful. He presides over an assembly of holy ones in eternity that are all well aware of his promises and his righteous acts. And in due season, you and I, friends, will see the fulfillment of every promise. Lord, we bless you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your faithfulness to David, for your faithfulness to Jesus, and for your faithfulness to us. Lord, may we be among the saints and holy ones who praise you forever. May we be counted worthy to sit in the seats in the council of eternity, along with those who have gone before us. We bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.